right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Camp Citrus the Podcast, and it's Wednesday. And as scheduled, I'm releasing another episode. This will be episode eight. I'm so excited for this episode and more than happy because this week I interviewed Malcolm Hatchett, a funny LA comedian who just happened to be in town, and I got him. Dun, dun, dun. How did I get him? I tweeted him, and he tweeted me back. I met Malcolm at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we sat down and I interviewed him. If you don't know who Malcolm Hatchett is, I suggest you get on the internet, find a search bar, and type in Malcolm Hatchett. This guy is hilarious, there's plenty of content, and you're definitely going to laugh. And also, check out Malcolm Hatchett's new album, No Edit. It's brand new, it's fresh, it's funny, you're definitely going to laugh, it's that fire, so don't get burned. I think that's about it. So let's start the show. All right, welcome back to Camp Citrus the podcast. We got a special guest, a LA comic. <clears throat> Seems like he has a huge heart and a lot of drive. Let me welcome y'all to the show, Malcolm Hatchet. Hello, hello. Thank you for inviting me to your beautiful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thanks for doing it, man. I really appreciate it. So, Malcolm, we just met, and uh, I noticed you're from Winston Salem, man. Yeah. Uh, how? What do you? It feels good to be back. Oh, yes, it feels good all the time to be back home. So you went to, uh, what, Mount Tarver High School? Uh, Mount Tabor. Tabor, Tabor. How, uh, what were you like in high school, man? Uh, the same person I am now. Silly, honest, uh, very polite, and caring for others. The same person. That's pretty awesome, mm-hmm. man. What, uh, what, what? what did you and your friends, what, did you do any sports or class? Like, oh, like, yes, I played uh, football, uh, I ran track, and I also played basketball. Really? Mm-hmm. It seems like I was looking at Winston Salem. There's a lot of um, athletes coming out oh, of there. Oh yes, mm-hmm. like a lot. Mm-hmm. They got NASCAR drivers and everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. That's like even um, Stephen A. Smith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Stewart. Uh, another sports announcer. Possibly Stewart Scott. Stewart Scott. I yeah. think they went to the Winston State University. Okay. To yeah. the college. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the last time I was in Winston Salem was mm-hmm. like. Last time I remember being in Winston Salem, it was 2006, man. I saw Wu Tang Clan oh, at uh, the Millennium Center, mm-hmm. and it was crazy, man. That's right. I think it was like Ghostface's birthday. Oh, and he took the stage with a um, bucket of KFC. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, That's gangster right there. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. It was pretty. It was, I remember it was, it was blazing in there. So, uh, do you know any of those any of those guys from Winston Salem? Like like Ninth Wonder, you ever bump into those guys? Uh, I've seen uh, Ninth Wonder in the mall before with a very a pair a uh, very uh, expensive pair of Jordans on. Oh, I believe yeah. that. But no, I don't know any of those guys. I, I only seen them around. Is uh, Jared Carmichael? A uh, Gerard Carmichael. Ger- Gerard, mm-hmm. yeah, Gerard. He's on, he's got a show, right? Or he have? Uh, well, he still has his show. If you uh, look it up and watch it, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do you, do you remember bumping, bumping into that guy? Yes, I met him a few times. He's very nice, very nice. I, I went to church with him growing up. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, I, I didn't know him then, but I only saw him in church. That's awesome, mm-hmm. man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what made you move to L.A.? Like, I mean, in, in particular, like, why did you choose L.A. over, like, Chicago or New York? Uh, Well, I thought to go to New York first, then I seen how close it was to home. I think it's like nine hours. And then I looked up uh, the distance from uh, North Carolina to Los Angeles, and I was like, oh, that seems like a challenge. <laughs> and I like challenges, so I, I went West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely uh, like going all in. Yeah, I didn't want it easy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, oh, Danny McBride is from Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until today. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Mm-mm. Danny McBride, he was like the eastbound and down guy. Mm. Kenny Powers. Uh-uh. Funny guy, man. A word. Kind I of like Will Ferrell, like, kind oh, of. Oh, I heard of Will Ferrell. He's very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're an eclectic guy, man. I got to tell you, like, just from your YouTube and stuff, uh, you, like, you have, like, you draw people in, man. Mm-hmm. Where do you think you get that from? Uh, working at McDonald's. <laughs> Being very comfortable, customer service. And being able to do comedy, I always uh, go back to working at McDonald's, uh, dealing with customers, and working in the kitchen that's very hot. And once I got into comedy, I got very comfortable. So that explains the YouTube videos and the the silliness and honesty. Yeah. Yeah, and just waking up every day, you know, that that grows with with me. Waking up every day, I become the person that people see. You know. Yeah, how long did you work at McDonald's? I didn't even know that uh, was like a thing. Oh yeah, I love, that was my favorite job ever. I always mention I mention McDonald's with every podcast. I, I love McDonald's. <laughs> I knew you did. That's why I brought you. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, the McDonald's. Uh, I started working in 2014. I, I work up to this day. I'm not employed there now, but I tend to go back here and there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I think everybody should work in the service industry for a mm-hmm. little while, man. If they want to. No, you should. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you really should. That's why I learned my customer service skills and. Just loving people, you know. So I know I know we're already four minutes in or whatever, but I, I I meant to let you plug anything you wanted to plug. So I know you got the album coming out tomorrow. Oh yes, uh, I have an album coming out tomorrow called No Edit. It's a comedy album. It's raw. Uh, I recorded it uh, off of my iPhone doing open mics and shows, and a friend uh, posted it up for me, and it comes out tomorrow. It's called No Edit, May fifteenth, and uh, I also have a podcast. It's called Wherever I Met with Malcolm Hatchet. Uh, and I record that off my iPhone too, and I drop several episodes throughout the week of me just walking around town or working out in the gym, just being myself and recording and talking about what I'm going through, and I share with the world. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend that. Thank that you. Yeah, I can't wait to see your album too, man. Appreciate I saw it has like a, I think a six minute track on North Carolina. Oh yeah, I'm dying for that one, yeah, man. <laughs> so what what podcast do you listen to? Uh. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I listen to the Joe Rogan's podcast. That's a really good one because he has like every guest on there, and every guest on there has a podcast. Yeah. And uh, I started a podcast once I uh, became a regular on the uh, the Kill Tony. Yeah. That's that's the only reason I knew of podcasts. No, I should probably do a podcast, and I thought to do it on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Kill so, Tony is pretty 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 great. Yeah. That that's that that was a very fun experience for me. Yeah. Very fun. What's the one with um. Is what's the one with Jeremiah Watkins? Not his podcast, Jeremiah Wonders, but the one where he's like in the group that runs around. Is that 
Oh, that I think that's I think that's a new one. I'm not sure the name of it, but I have seen some snippets on uh, uh, Instagram. Yeah, I haven't got into it yet. Yeah, that looks fun. That yeah, looks crazy. Jeremiah's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what other kind of things are you into besides comedy? Uh, I'm into music. I'm into music. Uh, that's I would say it's a secret, but it's not really a secret anymore. I tend to play the guitar a lot. Uh, I tend to play the guitar uh, when I'm back home in North Carolina. I play in my room. I always play the guitar when I'm alone. So I'm really into music. And I also uh, go on uh, long, long walks. Yeah. Yeah, I go on long walks. What uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, everything. Hip-hop, jazz, reggae, blues. I listen to everything. Music is music. So I listen to everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, man. So mm-hmm. what... Uh, I, I, do, I did hear you say... You want to do music like mm-hmm. uh, if you did music, you just just kind of everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, I, I used to sing on the choir when I was younger, and I also performed uh, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean in third grade. And uh, when I get back into music now, I, I tend to feel younger now, so I, I have to do music. I have to. Yeah. yeah, music is equivalent to comedy. Well, from what little I know about you, man, like you've got the drive. I think you could do it, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. Pretty awesome, man. Uh, you know, I, I, if you go back and listen to any of the other episodes, that's that's a lot of what I talk about is like, you know, don't talk about it, be about it, you know, do it, man. That's right. And yeah, I mean, I think you could do it. You, you seem to have a lot of a lot of determination. Uh, so can you dance? Oh yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I can. I can dance. I, I dance. I can dance. I can dance. Okay, I'm well at dancing. I dance better when I'm alone because I really like to dance. I love music. I love music more than I love doing stand up comedy. And I guess I just shared this with the world. But yeah, I love music. Uh, I was dancing and singing before I was telling any jokes. Yeah. Yeah, but I tend to dance alone. That's what, like, uh, when I'm out in Los Angeles or back home, I tend to go on far walks uh, from my home to, like, dance. Dance alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like working out to me. I'm okay at dancing. Plus, I love Michael Jackson, so I can, I can do every move of his. <laughs> not like not like him, but I can I can move a little bit. I yeah. think everybody can. I, I, I used to bartend and... Uh, we had this girl, man, and she could do like every. She knew like every Michael Jackson video mm-hmm. by heart. That's and, good, dude. I mean, as soon as I saw her come in, I would just put like beat it on. <laughs> she just starts not like that's my song. Oh man, it, yeah, like that's something I think everyone everyone should like learn a routine so mm-hmm. that when you're at like a wedding or mm-hmm. so you just bust it out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. So do you uh do you think that like doing comedy I know it builds confidence in you as a person, but do you think it would build enough confidence to do like uh like could you play that off of into music, you know? Like, oh yes, I, I I say comedy is equivalent to music cuz uh, when I'm on the stage and I'm I'm telling truth or jokes and I hear laughs or chuckles in the crowd, that's almost like a beat or instrumental. So yes, Yes, yeah. it is. It, it it allows me to to dance even better uh, after I do a comedy show, or, or make cooler music. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, I know this is a crazy question. Not really crazy, but you're a funny guy. And do you feel like uh, do you feel like you were born that way, or you like acquired that, and that almost like anybody could do that? I think everybody's born funny. You know? Right. Yeah, because once you like for me, once I see something, I I I make it silly. You know, and I think everybody, I think everybody's born funny. It's it's only uh, uh I would say it's only so many who do comedy because a lot of people are nervous to do it. So yes, everybody's born with it. 
once once you do it, then I guess you get the title of being a comedian. But yes, everybody's born with it. So yes, as I was born with it, but the more I do it, the 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 better I become. And that's with anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you think that you do you can pull into comedy like you think it encounters into like your everyday actions? Oh yes, I, I've been doing comedy. I think I've been doing it for seven plus years. So yes, every everywhere I go, I'm thinking comedy. I keep a notebook with me. Yes, that, yeah. that allows me to keep going. Yes, it is. Um, here's a good question because you know I've done comedy before and uh, I just like when you're on stage. And things aren't aren't going your way, you know. Like you might come out and do this joke that hits every night, mm-hmm. and uh, when when it's not hitting, how do you decide to trudge through it, or or just like pivot to the next? Like, whoa! I, I when I say if I uh, have a joke or uh, a bit that's funny. And then I perform somewhere and it's not necessarily funny like it was yesterday. I tend to sit in it and I tend to like sit still and, and say nothing and allow the, the crowd to to calm down or or to to understand who I am. So, yes, if I if I go on the stage and I bomb, I tend to like it. I like it because if that, that feeling, the feeling of uh, something not uh, going how I would want it to go is the reason why I keep going. So I, I love it. I love it. I love being up there and because I'm very comfortable up there. But when I say something and it doesn't work the way I want it to work, I get even more comfortable. Me being uncomfortable is comfortable. So, yeah, I, I love it. I love all the feelings on the stage. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've i done open mics and it's like, I mean, I like the the feeling of getting off stage afterwards and like accomplishing it, especially when you kill is like, it's like a high, man. I mean, yeah. it's like. It's a great feeling. Like, you can't just go home and go to sleep. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> um, what about like when you find a premise? Like, I, one video I saw of you on YouTube, you had all these notebooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you have all these premises. How do you try to um, pick which ones you want to take and make into like part of your act? Oh, uh, well... I, I, if I write it down, I try to say it. Uh, so say say like before a show, I would sometimes I just go up there and just speak my mind. Uh, but now I just, I literally look at my notebook and if I wrote it down, I think it can be accomplished. Even if I don't get a laugh, or even if somebody says boo, or even if somebody says you suck, get off the stage. I, I keep going. So I just, if I write it down, I, I I have to try it out. Otherwise, me writing it down uh, was a mistake. So if I write it down, I just I just go for it. I don't really try to like uh you know sometimes i write notes i write notes i write like uh like say if i write like five bits i would write like the title of the bit like something like if i have a joke about shoes i would write shoe one and if i have a joke about mcdonald's i write mcdonald's and i headline it and then when i go up there i just let it flow out let it yeah. flow out like water yeah that's pretty awesome man mm-hmm. just have fun have fun if you wrote it down you can you can own it on the stage yeah man mm-hmm. i mean yeah, uh, you definitely bring the confidence to do it for for sure as well. Um, what's your favorite joke ever? Like anybody's? Uh, well, my favorite joke ever uh, was when I was sleeping in the car, and I was like, uh, I used to sleep in the car, and uh, the police would always come knock on my window and tell me to go home. They'd be like, "Hey, 
go home. I'd be like, uh, officer, this is my house because I was home sleeping in the car. <laughs> and that was the truth, more so a joke. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think anything, anything I say is my favorite because it's allowing me to know that I'm alive, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if I don't get any laughs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, part of it is just doing it. Yeah. You know? Gotta have fun. Yeah. Um, what, what, uh, what are like two of your favorite movies? Uh, my favorite movie is Friday. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. that's a really good movie. <laughs> that's how I got into comedy too, watching Friday, and uh, oh, uh, I also like I love Chris Tucker. That's one of my favorite uh, comedians ever. Uh, I also like uh, another movie called uh, Money Money Talks. Oh yeah, that's, I watched that the other yeah. night with my son. Man, he was crying. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. That's when Chris Tucker first got into the. Uh, I, I would guess the the comedy scene. I think I'm not sure, but he was very young in that movie. Well, he was on uh, Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's when he started acting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. dude was funny. Yeah, he is funny, mm-hmm. man. He took a long break, but he came back. Yeah, I love him. Plus, he's good friends with Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. They had that video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great video. I Dude, I love that song. You Rock My World? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love both of them. <laughs> yeah, man. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's, this, what's your second movie, though? Uh, Money Talks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, both Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, I love him. God, man, that guy is funny, man. Yeah, I think when that movie came out, I was like a senior. Friday, when mm-hmm. Friday came out, I was like a senior in high school, and I remember, yeah, I was kind of just like a mischievous kid. I remember my science teacher was like, you know, if you if you do that one more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna write you up, and I was just <laughs> like, I was like. Write me up. Take a picture. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I movie was such a big influence. I think I knew every word. And mm-hmm. he was so funny. Yeah. What up, big perm? Big worm. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah that was funny. There's even a scene in that movie where he like he smokes the um the wrong stuff and mm-hmm. he like starts speaking Spanish mm-hmm. and I like memorized his fake Spanish mm-hmm. he's like that's good and I was just like that's so funny mm-hmm. I like memorized it man um uh, here's a question I have man and this is random this is like super random do you know who Flint Flossie is uh uh-uh. uh okay He's like a if you YouTube Flint Flossie in mm-hmm. any time, mm-hmm. he has all these crazy music videos and mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I, I always wonder like, is it Charlie Murphy? Mm. It might be Charlie Murphy. I, I didn't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-mm. Here's another question I got for you. Since we're in North Carolina, I I feel like I've seen you in a lot of UNC Chapel Hill gear, mm-hmm. and I might have seen you in a Duke hat. Mm-hmm. So you you don't care? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't be caring about all the the noise of which team is better. Uh, those teams have great coaches and great athletes and, and and great audience members, and they both in North Carolina. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. So like, I'm, I'm I'm always repping. I yeah, got when to. you're in another state, it's like who cares? Yeah, yeah. Even when I'm home, I be wearing that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. That's cool. Plus, I wanted to play for both teams because I used to want to play basketball. What about Wake Forest? You know I got Wake Forest gear too. I got I got all yeah. the gear. I got probably gear from every single state. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I got awesome. I got rep North Carolina though. Yeah, man. I hear it. I know. I said that uh, Roy left, man. Oh yeah, it's okay though. His memories live on forever. Yeah, he's yeah he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. So, uh, do you have dreams? Like when you sleep. 
Uh, <laughs> that's a really good question. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I I meditate a lot. So when I meditate, I, I kind of uh, I guess I dream. I don't know. What What is your definition of dreaming? I don't know. I guess like you, when I like I guess you wake up and you're like, well, was that real? But it's oh, like, I don't know. Like no, so, when I was younger, yeah. But now when I dream, it's all black. It's oh, all okay, black. Yeah. yeah, I sleep heavy. I don't, yeah, me too, man. But I feel like since I got the vaccination, I've been having some weird dreams, man. Vivid. Word. Yeah, real weird, man. And that's I feel like, you. I feel it's you. almost like I should look into it. Mm. <laughs> I feel you. I, when I, whenever I meditate, if I meditate and then I like go to sleep, I dream. Like uh, yesterday, for instance, I did a show here, and uh, it was okay. Here? Yes, it is. At the Good Nights Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I- it, and uh, I went back to the hotel and uh, I chilled. I watched some stuff and I went to sleep. And this is the truth too. Uh, when I went to sleep, I I dreamed as if I was still performing. Yeah. But that performance in my dream was better than the one that I had recently <laughs> attended. For right. real though. And then when I woke up, I I never say, "Wow, that was." I was like, "That was pretty cool," you know. <laughs> yeah. And and it allowed me to write more. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Most dreams I tend to forget. But that one I remember because that was recently, like a few hours ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, the other night I had a dream where I was like, uh, so I bartended for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done it in a while. And if I do do it now, it's like a wedding or something real easy. Mm-hmm. But I used to bartend like places like the, the downstairs and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it was real high volume, real crazy. I had a dream I was bartending. And I couldn't find the gin. But I kept taking orders. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I wasn't going to be able to make them. And I, just, like, I was like so stressed out. And when I woke up, I was like, oh, thank God, I'm not, you know, I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Pretty crazy, man. I don't know. Um, so, oh, it was something you said. Oh, like when you meditate. So I, was, I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I read this book uh, Russell Simmons wrote called like Silence is Success. Mm-hmm. And he's all about meditation and his view on meditation. How, how do you know if you're doing it right? Uh... Well, I don't tend to think like that. I, I I only sit in silence and I close my eyes, and it's it's it's. I if I had to define meditation, I would uh, define it as relaxing. Right. Yeah. Sitting still. Mm-hmm. I've tried it so many. I need to get back on it. You do it every day. Lately, I have. Mm-hmm. It's fairly new to me. Uh, so yes, I I I try to do it every day, like ten minutes. Sometimes I go an hour, thirty minutes, forty minutes. But I try to, cause uh, after I finish meditating. And I go off into the world or go perform comedy. I have a lot of confidence and I'm very comfortable. Very, very comfortable. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I, I try. Sometimes I like feel like I'm about to fall asleep. That's good. That, 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 I heard once you feel like you're about to fall asleep in meditation, you should go for it. Oh, really? Yes, you should go for it. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. That pretty much answers the question, mm-hmm. I guess. Go for it. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I think everybody should do that, man. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something. Uh, it's like good for health. Good mm-hmm. for your health, man. Um, what would your um death row meal be? You know, like if you had one last meal, McDonald's. Really? Yeah, McDonald's. I, I, I could have guessed that. <laughs> or or cookout, cookout. You know, I was gonna get you I some love, cookout. Yeah, but I, I had that yesterday. Like, I yeah, cookout. I was like, I don't know if he'll be a. Oh, I got um. There's not. There's no McDonald's in that bag. Oh, it don't matter. The bag <laughs> is cool. The bag is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just didn't know if you had time to get over to cookout. I know you're a busy guy. So I was like, I don't want to get them a gift card to cookout and then there not be a cookout in your next adventure. Oh, I get that. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
Who's your favorite superhero? Michael Jackson. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, most people probably say he ain't no superhero. Yeah. I, I, I love all superheroes, though, but I love Michael Jackson. But every superhero, all of them, the Hulk, Spider-Man, Batman, they're all cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're all cool. Somebody likes all of them, you know? How? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like all of them. Yeah. How much time do you think you spend, like, just being creative or, like, writing or... or drawing or whatever you know uh at this point in my life every second yeah every second yeah every second and it feels good that's why i have to meditate yeah i mean yeah meditation Especially your type of comedy i feel like you're pulling from everything yeah got to yeah um yeah if you're listening to this and you don't know who malcolm hatchet is man check him out because this guy is funny how do you say he's ugly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ugly. I love it. <laughs> no cap, no cap. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, you know any street jokes? Uh, what do you mean? Like jokes out in the streets? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. Man. But I would say <laughs> a lot of my material comes from the streets and walking around and even sleeping outside and living in the car. So, yeah, I, I guess... Everything I say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't live in your car anymore, do you? No, but I be thinking about buying a car and living in it again because that was the funnest time of my life. Get you know? a van. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about that. Uh, yeah, it's like, now it's like the thing to do. It's mm-hmm. like people buying these vans and... Uh, Going com- camping and stuff. Converting them. Yeah, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Those people must have crazy money. That's all I can say. Yeah. I mean, or like, I don't know how you do that. They're like convert a van and then drive around and then become like Instagram it all, it's like crazy it all comes down to art yeah artists it yeah. really creating does. and stuff it yeah. really does mm-hmm. or having like a dope job where you don't have to be anywhere like, mm-hmm. yeah you, like, that's you, respect yeah um oh man so <laughs> I guess you were saying uh like last night you say you didn't have the show you really wanted to have how, how, what are you going to do tonight to like try to make that change? Well, after the show last night, I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot. Uh, talked to myself at the hotel. I looked in the mirror. Uh, I even looked in the mirror and like, Malcolm, you suck. You should give up comedy. And then I went to sleep. And I woke up. And uh, I woke up feeling better. And uh, every time I get another chance to perform comedy, uh, I would say I get a little better, but what I'm gonna do is perform, you know. And if I have the same results, it's okay. So I'm alive, and I can just keep trying. I have to try. Try is the best effort. So as long as I try, that's all I have to do. Yeah, I heard that. Like you're never supposed to blame it on the audience. No, 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 no. Because they pay to 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 see the the artist or the performer, you know. So I never blame the audience. Yeah. No, even when I first started, I never. When I first started, it'd be like three, four people in the crowd. So now it's it was a lot of people in the crowd. I'm I'm happy, you know. Yeah. Because I never expect a lot of people to come out and see my ugly self performing, you know. <laughs> so no, I never blame the audience. No. That's I not definitely good. know too that like, just from my little bit of experience, like. The earlier crowd is more attentive, and the later crowd is like got a couple drinks in them. Mm-hmm. And then you know if you're doing like a Red Lobster, like or you know like I used to do a Ruckus Pizza, it was totally different. Like I almost had to be like aggressive mm-hmm. or like like almost like pick on someone out there to catch everyone's attention. That's and that's how you uh, uh, become a, a great comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's that's how you uh, grow as a comedian. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, man. That's good. It, it's definitely tough. Um, God, man. So did the? I mean, I don't really want to like linger on the anything negative, but man, what about the pandemic? That that how did that affect you? Uh, I don't really know what that is. I hear it a lot. I don't be paying attention. I be meditating, eat McDonald's, and working out. But I'm saying, like, could you get up on stage and stuff, or like those places where they open? Oh well, I performed a lot in my lifetime. So once uh, some comedy clubs had closed for a little bit. I was still happy. I got a lot of recordings. YouTube yeah. still there, and plus I was. And then I know in LA they were doing all those outside shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it, for me, I don't think it ever stopped. Like performing for me ever stopped. I did take a break from doing comedy for a while, but I still felt like I was performing. So I got to write more, you know. Yeah, and you did that. Um, was it uh, Trover Saves the Universe? Right. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Man. Thank you. I was like, yeah, it blew up. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, for me, very new. And also, I just I have to pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, wow. I, when I was younger, all I ever wanted to do was play basketball. Yeah. So once I got into comedy, I've, I got very lucky. Very lucky. And I just stay. I, I'm just a positive person. And I always narrowed back to McDonald's, you know, being a good uh, employee, being nice to the customers. So everything after working at McDonald's. I would say I kind of earned, but at the same time, it's it's still hard to 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 think that uh, I'm in a video game or on YouTube performing comedy. So that humbles me. It humbles me. Dude. Those those experience humbles me so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trove says the universe. I know this because jumping. I'm jumping all over the place. No, it's okay. I'm not like Ted Koppel or but, uh, or Larry King, but uh, <laughs> bro, you keep saying McDonald's, man. And, I don't know. I'm sure someone's told you this before. You look a lot like uh, like Damon Wayne. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think we, it's the smile. And when you keep saying McDonald's, it reminds me of Blank Man. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he like, can I take your order? Yeah, oh, McDonald's man. humbled me. Yeah, I, man. I, I've, I've done my share of fast food places as well, mm-hmm. and it definitely does humble you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, you got to have... I remember like girls would come in that i knew and i would try to like dip to the back no i go right to the front hey girl how you doing <laughs> yeah that's awesome man Those free ice cream <laughs> for real <laughs> i used to give out a lot of free stuff at mcdonald's what about um five years apart oh that was a fun movie yeah that was fun uh that that humbled me too i was sleeping in the car at the time i was sleeping in the car and i was also staying with my girlfriend but i was homeless at that time so once that once uh the the film of that movie was over i became even more humbled because i never expect to be in a movie or a video game it's like wow i only wanted to play basketball that was a fun experience for me it was more like hanging out with friends yeah that's you know? really cool man i mean thank you yeah that's, that's awesome did you like did you tell ever did you tell anyone like hey i'm living in my car or did you just kind of like no i didn't tell anybody <laughs> there uh I, some of them uh figured it out because they end up watching me do comedy and stuff yeah but no i would only speak that on the stage but there no 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 i was yeah i had clean clothes they like, put makeup on me and stuff yeah. no i didn't tell anybody <laughs> but yeah that was fun that was really fun that's fun. anybody great. can do it anybody listening you can do it don't give up keep going breathe and drink a lot of water yeah, stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, just, I think that's about it, man. Unless you want to, if you if you got a story you want to tell or, you know, anything. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in the club? In a comedy club? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've seen, I know open mics get, like, nuts. Mm-hmm. I know one time I saw a guy on stage. It was an open mic mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. 
And the guy was like, I guess some people were talking in the back uh, about him. Like, I think they were other comics. Mm. And he was like, I will come down off the stage, pull this knife out, and stab you in your head. <laughs> and I was just, I mean, they had to come up and get him. I was, I was nervous. Oh, dang. Uh, no. If, if I've seen anything crazy in the comedy club, I, I probably didn't really pay it attention because all kids having fun. Yeah. You know? Has anyone ever approached you after a show and said, like, hey, I didn't like that joke? Yeah, I get that all the time. And whenever I hear that stuff, I get very excited to keep going. Yeah. Because you know? the, the, the reason uh, I continue to do comedy is uh, people say you're good or people say you're not good. That both hearing both sounds allows me to keep going so i love that stuff when people say my jokes up or my jokes are funny i want to hear both sides so yes it's just, i love i love hearing that stuff or like or like has anyone ever said like you offended them or no i never heard that no i never heard that if i if i ever heard that i didn't pay it any attention i meditate too much yeah i know uh bill burr is always talking about like like somebody had a problem with something i said about a jew but he's like man i was talking about all kind he's like that other stuff didn't offend you like you know yeah i i don't for me if i had to uh, i don't i don't think i i don't think any comedian should offend i don't think any comedian offends any audience yeah. member i think audience members or people Process. say that yeah 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 they say that because they want to speak to the comedian or probably get something started up i don't anything i hear i never get offended I never get offended, and so I, if I don't get offended, I don't think other people should get offended by the silly, th- silly things I say. What about uh, you? Ever had like a, a a crazy heckler? Oh yeah, I I love hecklers. I have friends who don't like hecklers. Hecklers are good. Hecklers allow me to get even more comfortable on the stage, you know. Because sometimes I'm up there talking and people are laughing, and hecklers are like help for yeah. a, com- a comedian. Yeah. And hecklers were humble, my black ass, for real. Because they say something cooler than I said. And I said, oh, shit, I got to get it together. Yeah. Look at my notebook. But yeah, hecklers are good, you know, because audience members are comedians, too. They may never try it, but, hey, I was sitting in the crowd before I got on the stage. Yeah. I know that you are a super nice guy with a big heart. and um, But, like, even, like, when you're doing, I don't want to say, like, Kill Tony or but some of these bigger shows or, or a new thing where there's all these comedians... Um, do you look at the other comedians ever like as you know like competition? No, I don't understand what competition is. We can all talk, uh, we can all hear, we can all listen. So if 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 they can hear and listen, even if they can't hear, you know, or or or, or see the performance, there's no such thing as competition, you know. Like restaurants, I never heard McDonald's beefing with Chick Fil A. You know, <laughs> yeah. so when it comes down to comedy, I don't. It's no type of competition because I it, think it's. Yeah, I think he summed it up too with the mm-hmm. last one, where like, like because yeah, even open mics. Like if I, if I hear a guy just killing it, it's like oh, I gotta, I gotta step it up. Mm-hmm. That's like, motivation. Yeah, it's like motivation. Motivation. Yeah, it's like an ally, and yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And you all. Another thing about you, you always having, you always have like this positive attitude and, and such a big heart. You always say you want to help, help out, and like uh, that's great, man. Where do you think you pull that from? What uh, the like just like your generosity, and uh, and you're like you are a humble guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but me out right now. But oh, thanks. <laughs> but I mean, like, just like uh, I mean, is it like your upbringing or? Oh yeah, well, I would say being alive and and, and being here, being present. You know, 
started at McDonald's. Uh, my mom raising me, you know, my father raising me, my brothers and sisters looking up to me, you know, me not making the basketball team allowed me to say, okay, that, that was one door that closed on me. Now I have to figure out what else is left in life. And now I'm doing comedy. So me doing comedy, I feel like this is it for me. This is, this is all I have left is comedy. Comedy music, there's a lot more out there for me, but I love comedy. So if I'm going to do something, I have to be real. And me being real is me being humble and being fat to everybody else and being nice, you know. And when I'm performing comedy or, or doing cool podcasts or cool people like you, I, I tend to take it back to McDonald's. And it's, it's, that place humbled me. So it's, it started in the fast food industry also and in the classroom. I've always been a good person to everyone. Yeah. And I can't change now. <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot change now. Otherwise, I lose it all. Lose it all. Yeah, you said earlier you uh you went to church with uh, Carmichael. Do you- yeah, I seen him in church a few times, and <laughs> I grew up. And I was like, whoa. Do you still uh do you still ever go to church or? Oh no, I hadn't been to church in a while, but I grew up in the church a lot, and I, I went to church so much I don't even have to go no more. Yeah, the Lord know who I am. Yeah, man, I'm the same boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I- read the Bible. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. It's really confusing. That's good though. So yeah. is life. So yeah. is life. Take it takes me forever to like get through a page. Man. That's good. <laughs> Strong words. Yeah, for real. Um, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna shut it down. You are, uh, you're a great guy, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, we always end the show where like maybe you can give the listeners one of your hidden gems, like something you love that uh, maybe they haven't heard about. It could be a movie, a book, and. Uh, uh, artist, uh, mm-hmm. anything, man. You got anything in mind, or uh, a comedian? I don't know. Mm, well, could you give like an example or something? All right, man. So like for this week, I would have done uh, this guy Butch Walker. Mm-hmm. And, like nobody really knows who this guy is. He, he's got a couple albums out. Um, he's produced like Taylor Swift and the Fallout Boys and uh, Green Day, but he also makes music and uh it's phenomenal his name is butch walker uh he's got an album called stay gold he's got a big hit called synthesizers i mean it's not a big hit but it's probably his biggest hit Mm. uh matthew mcconaughey's in the video but butch walker he's um i love i love the guy but i feel like every time i talk to somebody they don't know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. uh he's got anything like a book i don't know anything uh I read a lot of books. I, I read so many books. I, I forget to read the title. Uh, I, I watch I watch cartoons and stuff. Oh yeah, what's a great cartoon? You uh, whoa! Right now, my favorite cartoons are Rick and Morty. Yeah, I really really love Rick and Morty, and also Solar Opposites. Yeah, Solar Opposites, yeah. dude. I've been watching that one lately. The one episode, if you don't know what Solar Opposites, that's a is, really I mean, it's good on one. Hulu, mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah, it's a Rick and Morty like spinoff kind of thing, but uh. Dude, the people in the little cages. That's really cool. It's like my favorite thing, man. Yeah, Solar Opposites. That's a good one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't know about that. That's a really good one. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, so when you, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna keep going anyway. Like, I, just a couple more questions. Uh, like when you were working on um, Trover Saves the Universe. Like, did you ever meet the guy? Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but. Oh yes, uh, yes, it's just uh, Justin Rowland. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Justin Rowland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like on the scene. 
Yes, he's he's a very great person. Yes. Yeah, he seems mm-hmm. like a, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did he? He did like the Guardians of the Galaxy and mm-hmm. very cool guy. Yes. Yeah, I got very awesome. nice. Holy cow! Yeah. Do you like get nervous around people like that? No, at the time I uh, I was like starstruck. I'm like, whoa, me video game, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. No, because I'm I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't know what uh, nervous is. But no, I'm, he, I'm I'm I'm. He welcomed me. He welcomed me. So no, I didn't have any type of nervousness. Even like Doug Benson, I know he was on that, right? Doug Benson. Or yeah, Doug. Like, I know who that is, but no, I hadn't met him yet. I think he was on the, that game. I think he was he's a voice on that. Oh yeah, I not uh, I didn't S- see him that day, but no. Steve Agnew, yeah, that was, was a great like. Yeah, I have to I have to purchase the game and play it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to. Yeah, it's it's all amazing for me. Yeah, I never expect any type of opportunity like that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. and that allows me to keep going and and keep trying comedy and and keep writing and reading and playing music. Yeah, man. And I that wish humbles the, me. Yeah, I wish the best for you, man. And your Thank album you. comes out tomorrow. Uh, what's that? The May fifteenth. May fifteenth. No edit. No edit. It's yeah, an man. okay album, and I think it'll live forever, just like this podcast and everything else we named. Yeah, and if you if he's in your town, Matt Mark Malcolm Hatchet, man, check him out. He's hilarious, man. Great guy. Thank uh, you. All right, man. I'm gonna call it. I appreciate it. Thank Peace you so out. much. Peace. Yeah, that's pretty much it for episode eight. I just want to say thank you to Good Nights for letting me do this. Come in and use your space. I want to say thank you to Malcolm Hatchett for replying to my tweet and uh, allowing me to do the interview. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was great to meet you. I enjoyed the show. You're an amazing guy. You're super humble, super nice, super. You got a big heart. Hilarious off the top. And uh, just thank you, man. And uh, to all my listeners, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This was a special episode for me. I had a lot of fun making it. And uh, I do it for you. The reason I do it is because I enjoy it. And uh, I just want to say thanks again to all the listeners. And uh, that's about it, man. So, uh, all right. Peace. Amen. Zion. One love. See you again real soon. No doubt. Be easy. Take care of yourselves. See you in the streets. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions to campcitrus at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com. Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next Wednesday.